Live around the globe, it's time for Rudy Max's World on the SSI Radio Network. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the deserts, bear, man. I breathe the mountain air, man. I travel, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. Get on the phone now and call 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. And now, the savvy traveler himself, Rudy Maxa. Welcome aboard. Hey, you're entering Rudy Maxa's World Radio's most popular and most widely syndicated radio travel show. I'm Rudy Maxa, your genial radio host. And this first hour, we've got a full play to travel talk. Here's this hour's briefing. If you choose your hotel partly to accumulate points for free stays down the road, well, you're going to want to hear what USA Today's Barbara DeLolis has to say in a few minutes. A couple of hotel groups are changing the rules and, in one case, severely devaluing the value of those points. And what is the mysterious power called Disney magic that draws so many people to Disney's amusement parks? Is Peter Pan's flight at Walt Disney World in Orlando really a meditation on masculinity? That's just one thought that came to the author of a new book called The Thinking Fan's Guide to Walt Disney World Magic Kingdom. We'll meet the author, Aaron Wallace, in about 15 minutes. And is there a dude ranch in your family's future this summer? Well, Jody Dahl thinks there ought to be. She runs a ranch, so she ought to know how you should shop for the appropriate place. Then the founder of those very upscale hotels and resorts called Montage is launching a contest in social responsibility, promising $10,000 college scholarships to five students who have contributed uniquely to their communities. Listen up if you know one of those students who ought to be applying. CEO of uh, Montage Hotels and Resorts, Alan uh, Firstman, will be in the house. And as usual, up a few great deals of the week toward the end of the hour. But first, a quick look at this week's news and travel. Well, this won't come as a surprise to frequent flyers, but it's pretty impressive nonetheless. Airlines for America, the commercial airlines industry lobbying group, said this week that the average load factor for 2012 for U.S. airplanes was an astounding 82.8%. That's the highest percentage of filled seats since 1945, before the jet age. Last year, U.S. airlines flew more than 736 million passengers. Add to the fact that airlines trimmed their schedules during the recession, and now you understand one reason fares have gone up and why you're getting so familiar with that middle seat. Our occasional tech guest, Mark Weber Tobias, said on this show in mid-December that there was a coming revolution in onboard ship communications for passengers. Well, this week, Royal Caribbean announced that beginning this summer, its ships would answer the two biggest gripes of passengers, slow and expensive Internet connectivity. Royal Caribbean, Celebrity, and Azamara, all owned by the parent corporation, Royal Caribbean, those ships will be outfitted with digital service using a combination of satellite and land-based connectivity, to bring Internet service that will, they say will rival fiber-optic cable service on land. Royal Caribbean did not say how much or how little the service would cost, but promised guests could purchase all-day passes. A company called Harris Caprock will provide onboard services for the high-speed O3B maritime network that will first be deployed aboard Oasis of the Seas. Now, if you collect frequent flyer, excuse me, frequent guest points when you check into hotels, Recent new changes in programs didn't offer much good news. Barbara DeLolis is USA Today's hotel and business travel reporter. She joins me on the show for the first time. Hi, Barbara. Nice to have you here. This is not going to be the last time. I'm threatening you now. <laughs> Hi, Rudy. Great to talk to you. All right. What is going on? I gather Hilton really, uh, there are a lot of Hilton, I, I notice on the blogs and the chat rooms um, among people who really are, are manic about collecting hotel points, they're not real happy with Hilton. What's going on? Yeah, Rudy, you know, as the hotel rates rise, we're seeing a lot of the big hotel companies crack down on loyalty points and what they can buy you. So with Hilton specifically, 
and what uh, what one traveler told me, and, and this will give you a good idea, his points are now worth about seven free nights uh, under the new ch- program changes compared to 15 nights before. Wow. So there's a radical wow. difference in what the points are worth. And what, what Tilton is doing is pretty interesting. They're raising the, the points required for free nights um, primarily, you know, often it's in big cities in New York, Paris, London, San Francisco. And also what they're doing is they're going to charge you more if you're going to these popular destinations at peak times. So, for Mm -hmm. example, a regular Hampton Inn in New York City during Thanksgiving could cost you something like, you know, 70,000 points per night instead of, uh, you know, something, you know, maybe it's roughly double or something like that it's it's very uh it's very different at the peak times when you most want to be in a city like new york you're going to pay more points to be there and stay in a hilton hotel so that's what's getting people pretty upset it seems like a fairly radical uh um, change I, I i know you know we watch we've watched it with airline frequent flyer miles there are incremental changes now and then you know it used to be twenty thousand miles for a uh, a coast-to-coast coach ticket. Now it's twenty-five thousand. I mean, they raise sort of slowly, but going from having your points worth fifteen nights to seven nights seems to me very radical. Yeah. Well, you know, a lot of them are have been doing it. Also, um, IHG uh, they made a devaluation last year. I was reading some of my old stories about that. Uh, so they've all been going through this. Marriott. Also, um, you know, what they just announced, and their changes will take place on May 15th, um, they're going to also make a lot of their hotels, that 36% of their hotels, to be precise, more expensive, you know, require more points to stay in them. And again, me- it's, it's often the big popular destinations. 1%, only 1% of their hotels will uh, be less expensive and require fewer points. So, you-, you know, there's really... If you're going to switch, if you're going to say, I'm going to switch loyalty, I'm going to go to a different hotel company, you may be out of luck because a lot of these companies are doing the same thing. Quick question about IHG, which is a holding company that owns, among other brands, Holiday Inn and Intercontinental. I happened to be in Kansas City this week to give a speech, and I was put up at the Intercontinental, and I'm a member of their frequent guest program. And they're announcing with a lot of bells and whistles that beginning in, I don't know, sometime soon, those who are... Yeah. yeah, next year you're going to get free internet service. Now, at if even if, if you're even if you're not an elite member of ISG's program, if you're just a commoner like I am who just stays a couple times a year. Right. At the same time, you check in a holiday and it's free. What why don't they just give it to you free now? Why do they have to wait till 2014? <laughs> well, yeah, ISG uh won the PR war with that one. That was a, a pretty publicized announcement. What they did was they're making Wi-Fi free pretty much for the hotel, for, for all frequent guest members who just sign up, even if they don't even sleep in a Holiday Inn or an Intercontinental one night, you'll get Wi-Fi free, and they hope to draw people, you know, even if you're not staying in an Intercontinental, they hope to draw more people in their lobbies. It's an interesting um, play. The hotel owners don't want to make Wi-Fi free, so it's an interesting sure. announcement for consumers. You know, they will have a, a benefit there. Hotel owners may not like it so much, and in the end, Rudy, they may try to raise rates to compensate for the free Wi-Fi, that free perk mm. they're going, going to have to give away to more people. But again, like you said, Holiday is the vast majority of IHG hotels already give it away for free. This, real, this announcement really pertains to Intercontinental and Crown Plaza hotels, where, the, where you might spend like 13 bucks or 15 bucks a day for Wi-Fi. And they, they, Indeed, again, I they did. just can't give it away for free. The owners don't like that move. 
Indeed. I've got to say goodbye to you in 20 seconds and let you get back on the slopes in Utah, Barbara. But uh, yeah. let, me, let me tell you that I also noticed at the Intercontinental that if I dialed a long-distance call using the hotel phone, the first minute would cost more than $12. I leave that. <laughs> Just, it's, it's a good thing we all carry cell phones now. <laughs> Barbara DeLolis is... Uh, uh, Barbara DeLos is the uh, business travel writer and hotel expert at usatoday.com. We hope she'll join us again. Barbara, thanks so much. We'll be right back here in Rudy Max's World. Uh, we're going to talk about what puts Orlando's Disney World. We're going to put Orlando's Disney World on the couch. Stick around. To participate in the program and speak with Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025 or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. If you have gout, listen closely. That's the sound of gout silently attacking joints between flares. You won't hear it, and you may not feel it, but if your uric acid level remains high, crystals can continue to build up in your joints. Over time, this may lead to attacks in other joints, constant pain, and joint destruction. So don't wait. For more information, go to goutinfo.com and talk with your doctor about ways to keep your uric acid at a lower, healthy level. After I turned 40, my body started changing. I didn't feel as attractive as I used to. I started experiencing hot flashes, but the weight gain, that was the worst, especially the belly fat. I started taking Ambrin and I finally lost the weight. It was so easy. I feel as beautiful today at 50 as I did when I was 30. Thank goodness for Ambrin. It rebalances your hormones naturally, which relieves the symptoms of hormonal imbalance in menopause, like weight gain, hot flashes, fatigue, low libido, and more. Amberin is the advanced all-natural formula, clinically shown to cause weight loss in women over 40, with no big change in lifestyle required. Amberin definitely made me feel energetic and sexy again. For a limited time, you can try Amberin risk-free and get a 30-day supply free. Free supplies are limited, so be one of the first callers right now at 1-800-922-3170. 1-800-922-3170. That's 1-800-922-3170. Several research studies show that people who are on the same diet and exercise program lose three to four times as much weight when taking 1,100 milligrams of pure green coffee extract than they do when not taking it. So if you are serious about losing weight, call along. Longevity Medical Clinic to order your bottle of pure green coffee extract at 866-869-6864 extension 1. That's 866-869-6864 extension 1 or order online at lmclinic.com. That's lmclinic.com. To join Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025. You can email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. Now back to Rudy Maxa's World. Welcome back to Rudy Maxa's World. If you uh, have friends who you think might enjoy listening to Rudy Maxa's World, we have just put up a new live and streaming link on rudymaxa.com that is much clearer and much cleaner and will not be interrupted by random advertisements. Um, this one I actually pay for, so... Uh, you can certainly say to somebody, tune in at 10.06 Eastern every Saturday morning, and you can hear Rudy Max alive until, uh, and there'll be a break again at the top of the hour for six minutes. And uh, so check it out. If, you, uh, if, you're on, if you're away from home and away from your local radio station, check us out at Rudy Maxa, live and streaming every Saturday from 10.06 until noon East Coast time. Well, is there a dude ranch in your future? You know what a dude ranch is. You've seen the movies. You've read about them. Jody Dahl is the founder and head honcho and uh, curator of a website called Top 50 Ranches 
com. And she joins me today. Oh, we're, we're on Aaron? We're on Aaron? I got the wrong guy. I'm sorry. <laughs> I've scrolled down too far on my computer. Jody's coming up in the next segment about dude ranches. Uh, maybe you've visited Walt Disney's Magic Kingdom in Orlando. Let me start this segment all over. In which case, you may find fascinating a new book written by Aaron Wallace, and it's called The Thinking Fan's Guide to Walt Disney World. It's a fabulous look at the history. This is not, a, it's not your average guidebook. This is not a, really a guidebook, although at the beginning of each uh, section about the different rides and so on, there's a little uh, informational thing on how long you'll generally wait in line and, and uh, that sort of thing. Um, but it's a, take, it's a look at different places like Frontierland and uh, um, uh, Mickey's Philhar Magic. Um, and, and, it, and it's a rumination, maybe that's too grand a word, on the history of those attractions at Disney World, as well as maybe the meaning of it all. Aaron, welcome to the show. Nice to ha- This is Aaron Wallace is the author. Aaron, welcome to the show. Nice to have you here. Thanks so much, Rudy. It's great to be here. And I'll tell you, uh, Magic Kingdom may not have a dude ranch, but Frontierland comes pretty close. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I'm, uh, I scrolled down on my computer one segment too far, Aaron. I, oh, uh, listen, what... what how did this uh, this book? I mean, w- w- do you live in Orlando? What what gave you? Are you a nut about uh, the, the, the Walt Disney World down there? What made you decide you wanted to take a look behind the surface of the attractions there? Yeah, you know, I'm a lifelong Disney nut, and uh, I started on this book when I was actually a student in law school back in North Carolina, and uh, I'd always wanted to write a book about Disney World. I'd been going there my whole life, and I felt like I had a lot of thoughts about it, but I didn't want to write just another, uh, you know, don't forget the dining reservation, be sure you pack your sunscreen kind of guidebook, because there are so many great books like that, like that out there already, so I wanted to offer something new, and, um, you know, my background was in, prior to law school, was in film criticism and literature, and so um, I had this sort of storytelling analysis perspective, uh, and so every time I would ride a, a ride or go see a show at Walt Disney World, I was always thinking about sort of the narrative art value of, of the attraction, and uh, I thought that was like a unique perspective, and I wanted to share that in the book, and that's really where the idea came from. Okay, and how long did you work on this? Oh, gosh, uh, a little over three years, uh, but, you know, it wasn't a full-time effort. Like I said, I was in law school and then, and then practicing a law firm and then finally moved to Orlando uh, during the course of that time. And did you move to Orlando to work as a lawyer because it was close to Disney World? Uh, Disney World? <laughs> well, actually, I was in uh, I practiced full-time in a firm back in North Carolina and actually left the full-time practice of law. Um, I still dabble in it a little bit, but I came down here to pursue uh, a career in writing. And, you know, the fact that Walt Disney World is 10 minutes away is just icing on the cake. <laughs> All right. Well, let's put Disney World on the, on the couch. You do that in some of your chapters. For example, you talk about Buzz Lightyear's Space Ranger spin mm-hmm. doing for the video game, what its inspiration Toy Story did for the toy. I mean, you, 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 when you walk around and go to these various uh, neighborhoods in Disney World or, or sections and, and, and you look at various rides, you seem to be wanting to get beneath the surface and, ex- and, 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 and understand why it appeals to people and what sort of subconscious cues tickle the pleasure part of our brain about the uh, attractions there. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, because you know, the Disney World, the Disney parks have been around for over 50 years now. Disneyland opened up in 1955, Walt Disney World in 1971, and people come back by the millions every single year. Uh, and there's got to be something to that, something about these attractions, many of which have been around for the full 50-plus years, are connecting with people. And, and I think that it's uh, important for us to sort of look at it and say, well, why is that? 
and I think we can answer those questions if we if we really pay attention to the narrative that is told throughout the entire park, which is sort of this hodgepodge postmodern narrative. We weave from time periods and different story settings uh, in and out, but um, you know there, there's there's something going on in each attraction that either connects or maybe occasionally doesn't connect with people, and so that's what the book really tries to explore. My guest is Aaron Wallace. He's got a new book out called The Thinking Fan's Guide to Walt Disney World, colon, Magic Kingdom. It's published by the Intrepid Traveler. Traveler, excuse me. You can find it, obviously, on Amazon. Uh, you can also go to intrepidtraveler.com, uh, I bet. Uh, you can read um, more of uh, Aaron's writing at aaronwallaceonline.com. Um, all right, Aaron, the things you have thought about. I pre do you presume that the Disney World designers, architects, uh, cre uh, imagineers, have thought about all these things too, or do you think they might read your book and go, "Oh, that's interesting"? <laughs> I've thought about that actually, and I suspect it's a little bit of both. You know, I don't presume to read the Imagineers' minds. I, I think some of their intention is um, self-evident, uh, but at other times, I think you know, art is uh, open to interpretation uh, by the audience and even definition uh, from the audience as much as, as the creator. Uh, and I think that these um, artworks that they make in the form of attractions are so rich in detail. Uh, there's so much to read into them and so many different experiences open to guests that there are all kinds of readings out there. And uh, I offer just a, a few of those, and I would hope that some of them are um, new and novel, and if, if an imaginary were to read it and uh, you know, <laughs> realize something about their own work that they hadn't before, then I would consider that a great honor. Well, you write that, that uh, Disney didn't, Walt Disney didn't like amusement parks and that when he created Disneyland, it was a reaction against amusement parks. Explain that. Yeah, that's really fascinating. Uh, the idea for Disneyland first came to Walt when he uh, was sitting on a bench watching his two young daughters ride a carousel at Griffith Park in, uh, in Los Angeles. And uh, I think the thought occurred to him that there's nothing really enthralling to the grown mind about watching uh, you know, horses turn around in a circle. It's fun for kids, but not so much for adults. And he thought, well, there should be something that adults can enjoy as much as children, and they can go there together as a family and, and have a you know, collective family fun. And so that's really, uh, that's really how Disneyland evolved, and it's interesting now that there is actually a carousel in both Disneyland and Magic Kingdom. Uh, but Walt improved that inherent problem by tying them into the story worlds that he was creating in his films. And so instead of a carousel, you have Prince Charming Regal Carousel. Uh, which ties in with the Cinderella story, or you have the King Arthur carousel, which ties in with the Sword of the Stone and Sleeping Beauty. Uh, and to the adult mind, as well as to the child, that means so much more because it connects with this whole universe that we're all sort of culturally aware of. And I think that is really what makes the Disney experience so rewarding for people. What is your favorite? I, I, I know you talk about uh, uh, Space Mountain being just absolutely terrifying and, and <laughs> psyching out guests more than any outdoor attraction in the Magic Kingdom. Yeah. Um, who have the nerve, and I'm quoting from your book, who have the nerve to climb the mountain, so to speak, and they emerge as conquerors psychologically. What, sure. Do you have a favorite section of Disney World in, in Orlando or a favorite ride? Oh, gosh, yeah, I love them all. Uh, I'd say my favorite ride overall is, is Rock and Roller Coaster, which is actually in the Hollywood Studios. Uh, it, what is it called? What's it called, Rock and Roller Rock and Roller, roller Coaster? Rock it's and a, Roller Coaster, okay. Yes, it's a, it's a ride where you go and uh, you see Aerosmith uh, performing or rehearsing um, before a concert, and then they give you backstage tickets, and all of a sudden you're on a high-speed limousine roller coaster through the streets of Los Angeles on your way to catch their concert just in the nick of time. And it's such a, a comprehensively well-told story from beginning to end, uh, and it reminds me a lot of the Splash Mountain experience in Magic Kingdom, which is another one of my favorite attractions, where Disney can deliver a really fun, physically thrilling attraction while also presenting a fluid, captivating story uh, and, and you actually experience the full narrative, beginning, middle, and end, in the attraction experience itself. And it's just so well-rounded uh, and not the thing you expect necessarily when you visit a theme park. 
Do you have children, Aaron? I don't. Well, uh, and, they're going to be in for. You. Go, yes, ahead. go ahead. I was going to say they're in for a real treat if you do have children someday. <laughs> Absolutely, and you know I think the thing that uh, Disney World it appeals to any kind of guest, whether it's a family with children or you know adults uh, coming you know on solo trips. I have friends who come on solo trips, or uh, you know couples, young couples, older couples. There really is something uh, to, to stimulate the mind at any age. All right, the book is called. The Thinking, the Thinking Fans, Fans Guide, Guide Walt to Walt Disney World, colon, Magic Kingdom. It's published by the Intrepid Traveler. Aaron Wallace uh, is the author. All right, what's your one-minute, what's your 30-second elevator pitch on the book, Aaron? I'll let you say it. All right. Well, it's a first-of-its-kind book that will really make your trip so much more rewarding uh, than just a, a week away from the job because it gives Ooh, you uh, well something to think about. <laughs> well done. Aaron, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, delighted to have your book in, on the, in the library. It's a, it's a fascinating look behind the scenes at Disney World. It, it, again, I want to remind our audience, this is not your typical guidebook. He's not going to tell you where to eat. But uh, he does certainly have notes at the beginning of chapters on, on certain, uh, certain attractions that will tell you whether it's a walkthrough exhibit or a ride, um, the boarding speed, the best time to visit. I think it's worth it for that right there. Aaron, thank you for joining me. Thanks so much, Rudy. We'll be right back in just a moment. And, and when we do come back, we will talk about Dude Ranches. Don't go away. You're in Rudy Max's world. I'm glad to have you here. Rudy Max's world is coming right back. So get on the phone now at 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. You can also enjoy the program anytime at RudyMaxa.com. After I turned 40, my body started changing. I didn't feel as attractive as I used to. I started experiencing hot flashes, but the weight gain, that was the worst, especially the belly fat. I started taking Amberin and I finally lost the weight. It was so easy. I feel as beautiful today at 50 as I did when I was 30. Thank goodness for Amberin. It rebalances your hormones naturally, which relieves the symptoms of hormonal imbalance in menopause, like weight gain, hot flashes, fatigue, low libido, and more. Amberin is the advanced all-natural formula, clinically shown to cause weight loss in women over 40, with no big change in lifestyle required. Amberin definitely made me feel energetic and sexy again. For a limited time, you can try Amberin risk-free and get a 30-day supply free. Free supplies are limited, so be one of the first callers right now at 1-800-922-3170. 1-800-922-3170. That's 1-800-922-3170. To participate in the program, call now at 800-387-8025 or log on to RudyMaxa.com. Here's Rudy Maxa. Well, as I was saying a few minutes ago, maybe there's a dude ranch in your future. And if there is, there's nobody better to talk about than Jody Dahl, who is curator of the website Top50Ranches.com. And uh, we wanted to talk to you today, Jody, about how one chooses a dude ranch. Where are you today? Welcome. I'm here in Montana, so we live on a ranch here in Montana, which is kind of how uh, Top 50 came to be. All right, and, and how did you determine these Top 50 very quickly? Uh, really quickly, they all had to have, uh, you know, quality service, quality hospitality, 
um, great accommodation, whether it be from anything basic to high-end luxury. Um, so we had a set of criteria we went through, but hospitality and service was number one. All right. Have you visited all these? Myself or someone within Top 50 has. Okay. Now I'm looking at your website, and you divide them into three categories on your homepage, children's getaways, working ranches, and luxury ranches. Children's getaways is fairly self-explanatory. What is the difference between a luxury ranch and a working ranch? Oh, there's extreme difference between the two. Uh, a working ranch is centered and focused around uh, ranches who have cattle, sheep, uh, any sort of livestock, and uh, guests gets to get thrown in and... Uh, in, into their activities with them for the day, whether it be fixing fence or moving cattle or, uh, you know, anything that happens on a real live working ranch. Okay. And, and is then, this, uh, would, it work, would, it, would a working ranch really be making money for its owners? I mean, uh, leaving aside visitors? Uh, yes, yes, definitely, definitely. Um, however, a working ranch also subsidizes their income by taking in guests. So uh, guests okay. can be assured that they're getting the, the real thing, um, and, and that is an addition to it, yes. I see. And, uh, and, the, and a luxury ranch is? A luxury ranch is uh, leaving nothing to the imagination. Um, very high-end, upscale accommodations, gourmet, gourmet dining, uh, the highest end of service. But is, it, is, it, but is it also a working, can it also be a working ranch? You know, a uh, luxury ranch can also be a working ranch. They offer, a luxury ranch tends to offer a variety of activities, and some of our luxury ranches also offer cattle drives and have cattle right on the ranch. So, yes, you can have the best of both worlds. Is there a big price difference between a working ranch and a luxury ranch? A huge price difference. Um, okay. Our working ranches can... 200 a night per person. I'm sorry, uh, you dropped out You dropped out on me, uh, Jody. Can okay. you repeat that? A working okay. ranch can cost? Can cost anywhere from $200 a night per person, okay. Uh, okay. whereas a luxury ranch can go up to $1,500 a night per person and, and higher. Whoa. And I presume all these rates are all-inclusive of all your food and horseback riding and, and obviously lodging. That is inclusive of everything. So it actually sounds like a high price tag, but once you get into all there is to to take advantage of and all there is on offer, it really, um, yeah, it becomes not not too pricey at all once you start diving into it. Okay, let's talk about children's getaways and children's ranches. Um, are there some ranches that have no children at all? Is there is there a dramatic difference between ranches that invite children uh, as guests? There, there is a big difference. Um, yeah, children's getaways, and uh, it, it just kind of depends which ranch you're choosing, but there are ranches who we probably have about five ranches that are solely for adults only. Um, okay. One ranch, which is a luxury ranch, it's Triple Creek Ranch in Montana, they only allow uh, children 16 and up. Um, but then you have, yeah, a variety of ranches who... Off, uh, offer an excellent getaway for children, um, and they welcome families. They're very family-oriented. And then you also have the ranches that have specific family weeks. So they may be adult-focused, but then they have specific family weeks. 
what I like about your website is you don't just include U.S. ranches. You have ranches in Argentina and Australia, as far afield as New Zealand and Australia. Uh, Jody, how long? Let's let's just look at U.S. ranches for a moment, because obviously you're going to stay a little longer if you fly all the way to uh, the South Pacific. How long is a meaningful vacation? How long do people generally stay at dude ranches here in the U.S.? The average stay is five to seven days. They really encourage okay. you to stay five to seven days. Okay. And yeah. so the average, so it might cost per person $1,500 to, if you're staying at a luxury ranch, much, much more a day. Oh, excuse exactly. me, a week, I'm sorry. Right. Okay. Exactly. And it, it, do you yourself run a dude ranch? We used to. We used to run run a guest ranch, and um, that is what led me to, to Top 50, is uh, servicing various guests and um, listening to what they need, and then also listening to the ranches, and trying to, to, to set forth a, a number of, a hand, just a handful of ranches that really do stand out among the others. Jody Dahl uh, curates the website Top 50 Ranches. You'll notice we didn't go into recommendations of specific ranches. You can do that simply by going to the website Top 50 Ranches because that's what the website's for, and you'll get a lot more explanation than you would here on the phone. Uh, excuse, excuse me, here on the radio. Jody, I thank you for joining us from Montana. And uh, what, what's prime time for ranches, by the way, in the United States? out west uh uh months to visit would be june through august not september september you get into the off season a bit that's good okay. for uh adults all right check it out top50ranches.com we'll be right back here in rudy max's world in just a moment don't go away Call now to talk to Rudy Maxa at 800-387-8025. You can also email the show anytime at info at rudymaxa.com. If you have gout and think a few attacks a year are all you have to worry about, think again. Fact is, gout can attack silently, even between flares. You may not feel it, but gout's root cause, high uric acid, can allow crystals to continuously form and build up in your joints. Over time, this may lead to attacks in other joints, constant pain, and joint destruction. So don't wait. Get more information at goutinfo.com and talk with your doctor about ways to keep your uric acid at a lower, healthy level. I will never forget the day my son Jeremy told me he hated me and slammed the door in my face. I'm behavioral therapist Janet Lehman. Behavior problems can turn the child you love and your life into a nightmare. That's why my husband James and I created the Total Transformation, the step-by-step -step program that shows you how to fix the worst behavior problems and get your child to respect and listen to you again. No matter what the behavior, defiance, backtalk, angry outbursts, disrespect, we can help you stop it. Now you can get the Total Transformation for free. All you need to do is get the program and let us know how it works for you. You can keep it forever for free. Limited number of free programs available. Call now. 1-800-458-1033. 1-800-458-1033. That's 1-800-458-1033. 1-800-458-1033. After I turned 40, my body started changing. I didn't feel as attractive as I used to. I started experiencing hot flashes. But the weight gain, that was the worst. Especially the belly fat. I started taking Ambrin, and I finally lost the weight. It was so easy. I feel as beautiful today at 50 as I did when I was 30. Thank goodness for Ambrin. It rebalances your hormones naturally, which relieves the symptoms of hormonal imbalance in menopause, like weight gain, hot flashes, fatigue, low libido, and more. 
Amberin is the advanced all-natural formula clinically shown to cause weight loss in women over 40 with no big change in lifestyle required. Amberin definitely made me feel energetic and sexy again. For a limited time, you can try Amberin risk-free and get a 30-day supply free. Free supplies are limited, so be one of the first callers right now at 1-800-922-3170. 1-800-922-3170. That's 1-800-922-3170. Several research studies show that people who are on the same diet and exercise program lose three to four times as much weight when taking 1,100 milligrams of pure green coffee extract than they do when not taking it. So if you are serious about losing weight, call Long. Longevity Medical Clinic to order your bottle of pure green coffee extract at 866-869-6864 extension 1. That's 866-869-6864 extension 1 or order online at lmclinic.com. That's lmclinic.com. Got a question or comment? Need advice? Jump on board now by calling the show at 800-387-8025 or visit the show anytime at RudyMaxa.com. Now back to Rudy Maxa's World. It's 43 minutes after the hour. You're listening to America's most widely syndicated, most popular radio travel show. Nice to have you in the house. I'm your genial radio host, Rudy Maxa. Last time I checked out of the Montage Hotel in Beverly Hills, they had to, they had to pull me out. There were My fingernails were scraping along the cobblestones in front of the uh, how do you pronounce that word in French? Uh, Alan Firstman would know that. Alan Firstman is my guest. He is the founder and CEO of Montage Hotels and Resorts. There are three of them at last check, one in Laguna Beach in Southern California, one in right downtown across from uh, uh, Wolfgang Puck's signature restaurant in Beverly Hills, and another uh, relatively new one in Park City in, uh, in Utah. Uh, Alan, welcome to the show. Nice to have you here. Thank you, Rudy. Good morning. Good morning. And the reason we have Alan on the show is because his, his hotels are certainly first class. By the way, you can find them at montagehotels.com. Um, but he has launched something that recognizes uh, young adults' contributions to their communities. He has, uh, as part of celebrating Montage's 10th anniversary, uh, launched a contest where five students can apply to win $10,000 in, in college scholarships. Now, you should note this contest, I will note, that this contest ends April 8th. So if you're taking notes on this, remember there's a deadline of April 8th. It's called Montage Memory Makers uh, Contest. Tell, uh, Alan, tell me what prompted you to do this. Was it someone in your family, someone you knew uh, of high school age who was doing great stuff? How did this come about? Well, it's been, giving back to the community has been one of the important components of Montage since we started the company 10 years ago, and supporting young people has always been very important to us. And we decided to combine the two things and recognize what some young humanitarians and some of the amazing things that are happening. Uh, so we created this contest, and we've gotten just tremendous feedback and tremendous applications of what some young people are doing um, to make the world a better place. And we thought it would be a, what a great way to recognize our 10 years in, in existence and get a chance to support some what the, the young folks are doing. Who is eligible to join? What is required to submit in, uh, in this contest? And how do they do it? Uh, uh, they do it by uh, joining our, going to our website, montagehotels.com slash memory. And it's open to children aged 13 to 17. They're really young humanitarians. And they submit the entry form. And what will happen after that is we'll accumulate the entries, we will. We have a, 
a group of panelists uh, from some of the um, so, some of the some, some judges from some of the most uh, prolific um, nonprofits that will help that will help us uh, select uh, ten finalists, and then the voting on the ten finalists will, to narrow it down to five will happen um, online. Oh, so it's public voting. It will be public is, voting. Now, is it my understanding that uh, that the application process involves either an essay or a video? There's a, both essays and videos, and we'll give you a couple little examples. Uh, Lulu, please has, do. Yeah, Lulu um, created Lemonade Warriors, and she's shared her uh, her story with us about raising money for uh, water in Africa. Supports water tanks in Rwanda. Created a tremendous uh, video that's that that is representative of what she has done. It's, she started actually the Lemonade Warriors at age nine. She's 13 now, and it's... Uh, oh, my goodness. It's amazing what oh she's my been goodness. able to do. <laughs> age nine? You, you'd have 100 hotels in your collection if you had started at age nine, Alan. Exactly. <laughs> we have uh, Julian, who created Archimedes Alliance. Uh, again, they've created YouTube videos to show what they're doing, but uh, he is leading a charge of uh, two bucks, two dollars, uh, and what that can lead to... Um, when you multiply the multiplying effect, and again, um, tremendous impact that these young humanitarians are having, and we just thought it would be a great opportunity to recognize and show our appreciation for some of the uh, some of their amazing uh, talents. And five of them win ten thousand dollars in college scholarships. Yes, they do. Well, that's is this you you foresee this as an annual event, or is this uh, just in honor of your tenth anniversary in business as Montage Hotels and Resorts? Well, this is in honor of the 10-year anniversary, but we're always on the lookout for ways to raise awareness in the communities in which we operate and to show support um, uh, for these types of endeavors. I think it's a fabulous idea. We just have a minute uh, left, Alan. How do you, as a hotelier, uh, show uh, support a community? We created what, uh, Hearts of Montage, and Hearts of Montage is an uh, associate-driven uh, program that we have that really uh, supports the organizations in our in each community which we operate in Laguna Beach Beach cleanup for example which we which we take the lead on uh, walk for the cure uh, supporting the, the senior centers we, we use hearts of montage as the as our mechanism to give back to the community we the website, i got to inter inter interrupt you, Alan. I want to get the website at montagehotels.com backslash memories. We'll be right back in a moment. Now, so call us at 800-387-8025. We'll be back after these messages. The telephone number to call the program is 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or visit the show online at rudymaxa.com. Here again is Rudy Maxa. Welcome back. It's 43 minutes after the hour. I was talking with Alan Firstman, the CEO and founder of Montage Hotel and Resorts, about this terrific uh, contest he's launched to honor their 10th anniversary of their brand. He's giving five $10,000, or the company's giving five $10,000 college, college scholarships away to 
young adults between the age of 13 and 17 who have done incredible community projects. And I wanted to make sure you had that website. If you know somebody who fits that bill and would like to apply for this, these scholarships, to win these scholarships, the address is Montage, M-O-N-T-A-G-E, MontageHotels.com backslash memory. That's where you can get all information about uh, uh, joining. Um, you know, not everyone's crazy about this decision by the Homeland Security Department's, uh, Department to extend this country's trusted travel program to Saudi Arabia before countries such as France and the United Kingdom, for example. After all, uh, of the 19 men involved in the horror that was 9-11, 15 of them were Saudis. A group of Republican lawmakers wrote a letter this week to Janet uh, Napolitano noting that noting that, as well as the fact the plot to blow up the flight over Detroit from Christmas of 09 was uh, attempted by a Saudi citizen. Uh, the Republican politicians said, uh, the Republican lawmakers said that ought to be a factor in determining who to admit in the global entry program when you're talking about different countries. Currently, global entry allows passengers from the U.S. and designated countries who have had their backgrounds checked and have participated in in-person interviews with custom officials to pass through customs more easily and quickly. Citizens from the following countries are now permitted to apply, Canada, Mexico, the Netherlands, and South Korea. A deal was recently reached with Israel as well. Homeland Security officials said, no worries, the U.S. and Saudi Arabia would be diligent in investigating the backgrounds of applicants. I received an email about this from this story. I received many emails from, about this story this week, by the way, but one was from a particularly uh, um, avid Republican friend of mine, uh, and he sent the email with the headline, proof that Obama is stark, stark raving mad. I have no comment on that. That is not my comment. That was a, a friend of mine's comment. All right, let's do a few deals of the week because I got a lot of them here. We had a lot of deals for some reason this week. It's the springtime. Well, this is a very short-lived one. Thank you for the uh, cash register, Jeff. This one, this sale ends this Sunday, this weekend, at 4 p.m. Pacific time. So you got till 4 p.m. Pacific time to go to VikingRiverCruises.com and take advantage of what they call their best offers for the 2013 special savings discount season. It's a two-for-one cruise or up to two-for-one in your air ticket reimbursement. Or you can book a 2014 river cruise with an early booking discount. Many, uh, many of the itineraries feature 2014 cruises at 2013 prices. Now, this is Viking River Cruises, not Viking Cruises with the big ships. This is river cruises. You've heard us talk about river cruises a lot on the show. I'm a big fan of them. I've, rep I've recommended Viking River Cruises, AMA Waterways, among two of the prominent ones. So it's a two-for-one cruise or two-for-one air ticket, up to two-for-one uh, in reimbursement for your air tickets. Um, go to vikingrivercruises.com. Check it out. And while we're on the uh, sailing motif, let's go to a big ship company. Cunard Line has launched a four-day uh, Grand Europe sale for a variety of selected European cruises on their Queen Mary II, their Queen Victoria, and Queen Elizabeth. This one expires April 1st, so all these are really soon here. This one expires April 1st. Um, you're going to get a reduced deposit. You're going to get a complimentary balcony upgrade and up to $300 in onboard credits for about 29 round-trip voyages uh, from Southampton or Hamburg to Northern Europe and the Baltics. The Queen Mary II sails uh, the coastline of Norway. Queen Victoria explores the North Cape, and Queen Elizabeth circumnavigates the British Isles to the legendary Norwegian fjords. Balcony fares for the 29 select Grand Europe sail cruises start at $1,100 well, per person, and all uh, these deals are based on double occupancy. You can check, uh, go to this and find more out about it at cunard.com. And if you happen to fly uh, Virgin Atlantic, you're going to earn double frequent flyer miles in their Elevate pr uh, program, or, or points, excuse me, uh, for trips along the West Coast and up to triple points between select cities. Again, this is for Virgin Atlantic flyers. 
between now and June 30th. Register. you got to register at Virgin Atlantic. Register to earn double elevate, ele, elevate points for all your flights along the West Coast. Triple elevate points after your second round trip on their newest routes from San Francisco to Austin, L.A. to Vegas, San Jose to Los Angeles, and between San Francisco, L.A. and Philadelphia. There you go. Uh, and they're going to sweeten the pot by saying the bonus points you earn will count towards your uh, getting to silver or gold elite status on Virgin Atlantic. Nantucket has put a bunch of hotels on, deal, uh, on sale, but they're very specific dates. Nantucket's a hard island to get to. Be sure you book your airfare, your little hopper, uh, to get over to Nantucket out of Boston pretty promptly. So they've got all kinds of deals. For example, at the uh, Wawinette Hotel, a very nice hotel, in June, um, in, in May, you're going to get May 8th to 9th and the 12th to 16th. You only pay $195 a night. Now, these rooms are seven $800 normally a night. In June, uh, 395 for three days, the second to the fifth, and then et cetera. So check it out. Um, then you, the White Elephant is also one of the hotels there. And again, in, in May, there are a few days at 195 a night, May 2nd to the 5th, the 12th through the 15th. But you will pay a lot more than that normally. Go to NantucketIslandResorts.com. NantucketIslandResorts.com and click on Hot Dates, Cool Rates. I'll have more deals for you in the second hour. We are ending the... Well, this went fast. This first hour of Rudy Max's World today. If your station is sticking around for the second hour, as most of our stations do, thankfully, we're going to take about a six-minute pause for some local news or some news and uh, local uh, spots, and then we'll be back for the second hour of Rudy Max's World. Meanwhile, you can check us out at RudyMaxa.com. You can read my travel minutes there, and uh, you can also listen to podcasts of last shows, uh, of, 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 of last shows, previous shows, and you can also send podcasts of this show beginning about Monday to friends if there's something you think they'd like to hear. Stick around. We'll be back in about six minutes. You've been listening to Rudy Max's World, and as always, you're hearing must-hear radio on the SSI Radio Network.